It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Number two of the program here on Wednesday morning and the snow that was falling at the beginning of the show this morning at 6 a.m. Looks like it has stopped. Nothing really coming down outside the studio window here in Fairhaven, but uh, just be aware that there may be some snow showers this morning, although it looks like looks like the sky might be breaking up a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's just dust your car off real quick and you'll be ready to go. And in fact, now I'm somebody that's going to tell you all the time. To, to make sure you clear the snow off your car before you leave. But this is probably one of those times when you can just turn your wipers on, turn your rear defroster on, and that's, that's good enough because very little fill. Don't you hate when people don't clear off their car and then you get on the highway behind them and all those chunks of snow and ice are coming off and flying, hitting you in your car? I can't stand having to take the snow off the top of my car, but I still do it every time. My car is oddly angled. I drive a Mazda, so it's like supposed to be very rounded and sleek, but instead what happens is you start clearing the top of the car off and it just makes these giant snow piles on the front and back and I can't really get to go over the side because there's like a little ridge. Ah, it's kind of a pain, but I'd still rather do that than be blinding the person behind me and also risk getting a ticket, by the way. But uh, hopefully we don't have to worry about that. Hopefully we don't have any uh, major snow the rest of the way. Knock on from Micah here. So, of course, Valentine's Day is coming up. We are a week away from Valentine's Day. I don't know if you celebrate it, if you pay attention to it. Even when I was married, we didn't really pay much attention to it. I remember that when we first started dating, our first Valentine's Day together, we had, we had started dating in April. And so, you know, we'd been together almost a year when our first Valentine's Day came up. And I was like, well, I've got to do something impressive here. But also, we both worked. We both wouldn't get out of work until late at least till seven, eight o'clock most nights. So I didn't make any reservations because I didn't know what time we were going to be able to actually go anywhere. And so then Valentine's Day comes and it turns out she didn't have to work. So we said, well, now let's try to get somewhere. So I called and made a reservation at the Daniel Webster Inn for 9 p.m. It's like, all right, nine o'clock. That's when we're having dinner. Sure. We, we were, we stayed up late, not a problem. And then when we got there, they sat us right next to the piano player. And I thought we got the best seat in the house. Oh, they're seating us right next to the piano player. This is awesome. No, it was the worst. We couldn't have a conversation the whole time. That's why I was able to get a reservation on Valentine's Day. 
but I think that was really the only time we tried to like go out and we dated for five years and were married for another 15. So it wasn't the worst, but I wouldn't call it a fail, but it wasn't the best. But it's never been a really, it was never really a big holiday for us. So I didn't have to worry about getting the right gift. But maybe you are concerned about getting the right gift for your beloved. See, I've never liked getting flowers, candy as the gift. I mean, I'll, I'll give them. But with something else, too. Like, I want to give something that will last. And if you are somebody who wants to give flowers, but also wants to give something that will last, there's an item that's making all the, the top lists on all the websites of Valentine's Day gifts for 2024. I'd be interested to get your take on it. It's flower bouquets that are made out of Legos. And I should, I should qualify that. It's not a bouquet that arrives. It's a box of Legos that arrives that you put together to make into flowers. The advantage being that they will last forever and you can actually change around the arrangement. You can switch around some of the colors. There's, there's different customization options. There's different sets. You can get wildflowers. You can get roses. You can get a mixture of both. But what would happen to you if you gave your beloved a Lego set of flowers instead of actual flowers? In some relationships, that might be a great gift because you might have a, a, a Lego fan. Listen, Legos are for adults now. With some of the stuff that you can make and the intricacy of it, it's the same crowd of people who you know, the same kind of mindset, I should say, of people who like to do puzzles, play board games. I mean, there's, there's folks who, that's their hobby, is building Lego sets. And it's not like they're taking a bucket of Legos and building a house and, you know, they're buying these intricate sets. And there are folks who, that would be a great gift for them because they would get to build that. I have a friend that built a working guitar. A working Lego guitar. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. So maybe that's the draw. Maybe it's like, oh, my girlfriend, my wife, she loves building Legos, so she'll love this. In other relationships, it might be, this is, you know, I thought instead of just getting you flowers, if I bought this, instead, we could spend some time together building it. And then you would have the flowers. There are others who will say, well, I mean, we're talking about something that costs between, you know, 40 and 50, maybe 60 bucks, 60 bucks on Amazon for the, for the set of roses. You're going to pay that for a dozen roses on Valentine's Day anyway, if you're getting it from, you know, FTD or 1-800-Flowers or any of those places. So you're spending the same amount for something that will last. But then there's other relationships, I'm sure, where you got me Legos. Do you think I'm 12? 
So I would just be careful before you sign on for that. But I think it's a great idea. Especially if you have somebody who likes to keep flowers around the house. Some folks want to have them. I know somebody that has them in every room. Every week she gets a new batch of flowers or every two weeks, you know, however long they last, she gets a new batch. She goes to the, there's like a, it's like a florist slash farm near her house. She gets a big stack of different flowers and she makes her own bouquets, her own, her own uh, arrangements, I should say. And then they're all small, but she puts one in every room, even the bathroom. Because she likes having flowers around the house. So maybe Lego is a good good gift for her. But I think there's a lot of folks that might look at that and say, you serious? Legos? At least, not to be sexist about it, but a lot of women that would say that. But Legos is an interesting gift to give an adult anyway because that's a commitment. You get one of those adult Lego sets like my buddy Bill who got that Lego guitar. Now, he wanted that. He asked his wife for that for Christmas. But imagine if you didn't ask for that and you didn't want it. Somebody says, here, here's a 5,000 Lego piece guitar. And you say, wow, that's really cool. And then you say, oh, crap, now I got to actually build it because they're going to want to see it all done. And I don't know that I have that level of skill. So it can be, you know, I, I used to get puzzles a lot as a kid. My grandmother loved doing puzzles. And she would always have her dining room table would always be covered with a puzzle. We'd go over there every Sunday and they'd have a puzzle they were working on. And it would usually take them a day to do a puzzle. Her and my grandfather would work on them together. But I would always grab puzzles wherever I saw them. And we would work on them together. But if somebody gave me a puzzle now, I'd be like, oh, I guess I could actually do it, huh? The, the last puzzle someone gave me was an Elvis puzzle. I put it all together and then glued it so that I could hang it up. But I don't know that that would be something I'd... I, I, I look at that not as a gift, but as a commitment. A task. So anyway, that's out there if you want to add that to your potential Valentine shopping list. Lego flowers. And they look pretty good. They look realistic. And this could just be Amazon artwork, you know, the way that Amazon stages the photos. But from the looks of them, you could have them in your house. And unless somebody got really up close to them, they wouldn't know that they were Legos. But also, purchase that as a gift at your own risk. You know your significant other better than I do. If you give them this gift and they don't like it, please don't say, well... I was listening to Weisberg on the radio and he suggested it, so it's his fault. 508-996-0500. What is a good Valentine's Day gift? What do you give for Valentine's Day?
I guess it also depends on the relationship, too. Jewelry, I'm sure, is pretty popular. But that's also something that, at least when I was buying jewelry, I never wanted to just buy something and surprise my girlfriend and later my wife with it. No, because she had very particular tastes. It was more, I'd like to buy you a tennis bracelet. Pick one out. I'd like to buy you some earrings. Pick some out. Because I wasn't going to risk showing up with the wrong thing. I think the flowers and candy root is always a popular choice. But again, like I said, you know, those are just, I like to give something that lasts. Music was always a big thing with us in our relationship. Give some CDs back in those days. But Legos are out there as a possibility. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break here. We'll be back in a few moments. or hit me up on app chat on the WBSM app. Say, I want to let you know about some important dates that are coming up. Early voting for the presidential primary in New Bedford begins on February 24th. So here's the early voting schedule if you want to get out and vote early ahead of the primary, which is, what, March 5th? But the early voting schedule is this. You can vote at the downtown library from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. daily from February 24th to March 1st. Uh, Tabor Mill will have early voting on February 28th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And you want to use the Coffin Avenue entrance if you go there to vote. So it, it's not the front door of Tabor Mill. Like if you were coming down uh, Dean Street, where they have the little little loop in the parking lot in the front, that's not the way that you want to go in. You want to go around the other side of the building on Coffin Avenue. And there's a parking lot over there that you can park in. And then use that entrance to go in and vote. That's February 28th from 11 to 3. And then on February 29th from 11 to 3, the next day, you can vote at the Hazelwood Senior Center. And of course... This is all posted at the city's website if you need to look it up later on. And you can also get absentee and mail-in ballots 
from the election commission office at City Hall. So again, this is the presidential primary, which is coming up on March 5th, but early voting begins in New Bedford on February 24th. So if you're concerned about, I don't know that you'll have to wait in long lines for the, for the primary in March. It's usually primaries don't have significant lines here in Massachusetts. So, and also by that point, the presidential candidates will likely be set. But you still have to vote for other things as part of this. President, state committee man, and state committee woman, as well as ward committee. So you still have a reason to get out and vote, even if you feel like it's already locked up that it'll be Joe Biden and Donald Trump. So keep that in mind, that there are other things to cast your vote for. But I don't think it's going to cause it to be long lines on the actual day of the primary, but you can still vote early if that makes you feel better to have it done and over with. I love early voting because you just go in, you're out. You don't have to worry about if there is going to be a line. You know that it's done. And then you know also you have the fail safe of if you didn't make it there, you know you can always go on the actual day of the primary. We're going to take a break for the news and get all the headlines of the day from Phil. On the other side, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. But now let's go into the newsroom with Phil Devitt. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. The death toll is at least nine after a historic amount of rain pounded Southern California. The storm dumped more than 13 inches in some areas, triggering mudslides and flooding. Authorities fear the death toll will rise once waters recede. Some were killed by falling trees as the storm made its way south from Northern California, while others died in car accidents caused by the dangerous conditions. Former Former President Trump will appeal a federal court decision which denies him immunity from criminal prosecution in his federal 2020 election interference case. His campaign said prosecuting a president for official acts violates the Constitution and threatens the bedrock of the United States. The campaign added Trump respectfully disagrees with the decision and is appealing it in order to safeguard the presidency. In a bit of a surprise in Nevada, Nikki Haley has lost the state's Republican presidential primary. This was a contest in which she had no major challenger. The House vote to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has failed. Three Republicans joined Democrats in voting against the impeachment, with the final tally tied at 215. A member of GOP leadership later changed to a no vote so that the issue could be brought up again. Republican Speaker Mike Johnson told reporters ahead of the vote, Mayorkas engaged in a complete dereliction of duty in his handling of the southern border. Had the vote passed, Mayorkas would have become the first cabinet official impeached in almost a century and a half. The mother of Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly has been found guilty on all counts in her historic involuntary manslaughter trial. Jennifer Crumbly's son Ethan shot and killed four classmates and injured seven others at Oxford High School in November of 2021. Jennifer and her husband James were both charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter as prosecutors say they ignored signs their son was having mental health struggles. The Palestinian militant group Hamas is proposing a ceasefire and an eventual end to its war with Israel. 
The plan, in response to a proposal put together by Qatari and Egyptian mediators, would see three phases lasting 45 days each. It calls for remaining Israeli hostages captured in the October 7th attacks on Israel to be returned in exchange for prisoners, followed by an exchange of bodies and remains. Meanwhile, a federal investigation underway into allegations of discrimination against Muslim and Palestinian students at Harvard University. Police in Fall River looking for a suspect in the spray paint vandalism of a World War II memorial on the waterfront. The state has reached a $1.6 million settlement with Stat Ambulance Services in Dartmouth over allegations it filed false claims to Mass Health. And a record 68 million Americans are expected to bet on the Super Bowl this Sunday. Mark Mayfield fills us in. That's according to a new survey from the American Gaming Association. The number of Americans placing bets on the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers game is up 35 percent from last year. It's likely because legal sports betting has exploded in popularity. I'm Mark Mayfield. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Bruins fell flat in their return from the All-Star break after losing 4-1 to to the Calgary Flames at TD Garden. They host the Vancouver Canucks Thursday night, and the Celtics gearing up to welcome the Atlanta Hawks tonight at 7.30. Now a check in your forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Wednesday morning under cloudy skies. Temperatures in the mid-30s. The wind chill values will remain in the mid-to-upper 30s. Mid-to-upper 20s, better yet. So do bundle up. It'll feel chilly. Clouds will continue overcast this afternoon, upper 30s. Overnight tonight, more cloud cover. And as we head into tomorrow, the warming trend begins. Temperatures heading into the low 40s with mostly sunny skies. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on on New Bedford News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. like to play live versions of songs um i don't know i just i find that they're not they don't work great as bumpers but that's the only way you can get that version of rem's drive the alternative nrg version is that live version so you 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 just gotta deal with the live audience to get that version of it. I, I love that version way better than the slow version that was on the album. I mean, it's still a great song. Still love it. But much prefer this one. I remember seeing them perform it on MTV and I was like, whoa! That's way better. 
but for some reason, they never really put it out that way. It was on a it was on an album for Greenpeace, but then I think I think they always played it that way live after that. I think that's how they played it when I saw them on the Monster Tour. Still my favorite REM album, which, which uh, I don't know if you watched Louder Milk on Netflix. I that's one of the things that I watched when I was home recovering. First of all, I'm I just want to live my life like Louder Milk, just telling everybody what I think, no filter. But that came up. He got into an argument with a a young girl about some of his music reviews that he would used to write for Rolling Stone and she chastised him for being negative about R.E.M.'s Monster album. I was like, yeah, right on. It's a fun show if you haven't watched it. 508-996-0500 or hit me up on App Chat on the WBSM app. And if you didn't hear about it earlier, I was talking about, you know, in the wake of uh, Ethan Crumbly's mother being convicted of manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter. That was the word I was looking for. Involuntary manslaughter associated with the four students that he killed at his school. There's a story that uh, WCVB Channel 5 has about schools in Revere getting these new life-saving locks. These locks that will be on classroom doors from the inside that if something happens, they can flip this lock and it'll withstand 2,500 pounds of pressure. So basically nobody's getting in that door. This is air, air, airplane-grade steel that's keeping anybody from being able to enter that room. And the idea is that teachers and students would be trained in how to utilize this so that if something happened and they needed to have the students lock themselves in the classroom, they would know how to flip this lock and then nobody was getting in. And I think that's a great plan. It's certainly a much better plan than some of the other things that have been proposed. Things like having armed security guards on the roof of a school building or not having classrooms on the first floor. These things that just wouldn't be feasible, wouldn't be cost-effective, and, and really aren't necessary. But something like this could give people peace of mind. It's going to cost the Revere school system, it says in this article, $200,000 to implement them all in their schools. But if, if the school department came to your community and said, we'd like to install these locks. And we need an approval of an extra $200,000 to be able to do it. I think most communities would, would say, okay. I think most communities would be okay with that. I don't think there would be a lot of backlash. But then again, you know, that might not be enough for some people. They might want more. 
but I, I've, I think you'd find very few people who are opposed to that idea. Again, there's still questions that have to be answered. Like, how easy is it, if it's easy enough for a student to be able to flip it, how do you stop them from flipping it when the teacher leaves the room as a, as a joke or a prank? And I think you have to have some trust and understanding that I don't think kids think that this is a joke anymore. And then the other question I would have is, again, how easily could they let the good guys in if a situation happens? So I think that this is a, a viable measure that not only should most schools be considering, but should be part of the design of any, any new school. But what do you think? 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break here in a moment. Before I do that, though, I'm going to remind you of a great place where you can have that old school neighborhood market feel. You know, you watch TV shows and movies and you remember those good old days of when you had kind of that neighborhood grocer, the neighborhood butcher, the person who you went to to get everything that you needed and who knew just the way you liked everything. The butcher who could slice that meat knowing exactly, I got to have a, a steak this size for mom, steak a little bit thicker for dad, cut it up smaller for the kids. And that's what you get at the butcher shop in New Bedford. Everybody over at the butcher shop Joe and Maria, Eric, everybody over there, they know how to take care of you, how to treat you like you are part of the family, how you are part of the neighborhood, even if you don't live in the neighborhood. They're going to give you that neighborhood market feel because not only do they have great, high-quality meats, Terrace Major, Prime Rib, Sirloin Steaks, Tomahawk Steaks, Celebrity pork chops, jumbo chicken wings, lobster, fish, everything that you can imagine. Not only do they have all of that, homemade linguisa and jerice, not only do they have that, they have everything else that you'll need. So you can do your grocery shopping at the butcher shop. But you can also find some other stuff that's hard to find. Their cheese fridge is stocked with stuff that you won't find anywhere else. Their beer and wine cellar has so many great options. It's everything that you would want out of that neighborhood market. But it's affordable and it's personal. They get to know you there. They know what you like. They get they order things for you. And of course, they always have great already made food, pre-made food. Whatever they can do to make your life easier, they will do that at the butcher shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Stop on by today and get yourself something delicious. All right, I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Um. You and me, we were the pretenders We let it all slip away In the end, what you don't surrender Well, the world just 
Well, it wasn't a double album, but it was two albums that Bruce Springsteen released at the same time. I think it was, what, 91, 92? It was uh, Human Touch and Lucky Town. Those were fantastic albums. I don't think they get enough love. So check those out if you're a Bruce fan and you haven't heard them. Uh, of course... Springsteen appears in that documentary I was talking about the uh, the greatest night in pop that's on Netflix about the recording of We Are the World because he was involved in that. And at the time, he was one of the biggest stars in the world. And they talked about how he had just gotten off tour the night before and that he never flew the day after a tour ended, but he made an exception to fly in for that we Are the World recording session. And that his voice was just shredded from having been on tour. I mean, you sing like Bruce Springsteen. It's, it's probably not that easy on your vocal cords. But he still gave a very emotionally powerful performance in that song. Again, I, I, I don't think it's a great... Like, I, it's not a very deep song. For me, it's more about nostalgia value in hearing it. But I, I wouldn't put it on a playlist and listen to it all the time. But hearing it every once in a while definitely takes you back. 508-996-0500. We also have app chat and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. I'd asked the question earlier about Valentine's gifts. What makes a good Valentine's gift? Would you give a Lego set? For Valentine's, Lego flowers. That's something you can actually purchase. And then the, the, the question becomes, if, if, if you're giving those as a gift, and let, let's say it's not necessarily to somebody who is a Lego person, but you think it's an it's a interesting choice and um, a lasting gift, and so you say, I'm going to give this to my loved one. Do you open it and construct it and give them the Lego flowers already made? Or do you think that the creation and the, the putting together is part of the process? It's the eternal question for Santa and his elves. Casey and the kids are listening every Christmas. That when kids want something, especially something significant, something large like a Barbie dream house, a large gift... Should Santa and the elves put it together and have it sitting under the tree already done? Or should the child open the, the gift with it still in the box and either be involved with putting it together or, or have to wait while the parent's doing it? 
when Santa came to my house, a lot of times bigger stuff like that was was put together. You can hear him out there on Christmas Eve putting it all together and swearing as it didn't quite work out with a Christmas story running on repeat on the television. So the question still applies to the Valentine's Day gift too. Do you put together the Lego flower set or do you give it still in the box? Any of you brave souls that, that give it as a gift, let me know how it works. 508-996-0500. Another thing you could do as part of your Valentine's Day gift is you could bring your beloved out to breakfast at just another Phoenix restaurant on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. It's a great place to go and have breakfast any day. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day. You can get all kinds of creative breakfast specials. Of course, you can get all your breakfast favorites, bacon and eggs, sausage and eggs, ham and cheese omelet, pancakes, French toast, whatever it is that you like to have to start your day for breakfast, you can get it all there, but you can also get some of their creative ideas. You can also get some things that are something you would never find on a menu anywhere else. Just last weekend, some of their specials included my favorite Boston cream stuffed French toast, but also chocolate nutter butter pancakes, Oreo French toast, a buffalo chicken and mozzarella cheese omelet. Come on. These are the kind of things that you got to get out and try for breakfast, right? Something different, something unique. And you can get that kind of stuff every day. It's just another Phoenix. You can also get it to go in case you don't have time to actually go out and sit down and have a meal. Or maybe you want to surprise your, your beloved with breakfast in bed on Valentine's Day. You can get it all to go through their drive through window. The full menu. So it's not just pulling up and getting a breakfast sandwich or a donut or a bagel or any of that kind of stuff. No, you can get everything. And bring your loved one their favorite breakfast in bed. So check out Just Another Phoenix. Follow them on Facebook so you'll always know what the latest specials are. And stop by and see them. They're located on Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth, just right past the sheriff's office on the same side. Can't miss it. Just Another Phoenix. All right, I got to take my final break of the hour. I'll be right back. And we have just a few seconds remaining here before we're going to go into the news. When we come back on the other side, we'll talk more with you. 508-996-0500. You can also use the app chat and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, we can talk some more about these school safety locks. We can talk some more about Valentine's Day gifts, plus whatever else is on your mind. And uh, of course, you don't have to wait